Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. This morning on the third hour of today, home sweet printed home. No one's ever built 100 homes. The groundbreaking community that's a test run for the future of our neighborhoods. Then a place where change is brewing. It makes me feel that I'm confident. It makes me feel that I'm empowering other people. We're headed to one coffee shop with a special mission built into every latte they serve. Plus the scoop on an ice cream dream job. What it takes to become a Ben and Jerry's flavor guru. That's all ahead today, Thursday, December 29th, 2022. From Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning and welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Chanel here with Dylan and Craig on this Thursday morning. The holidays are almost over. I'm sad about that. We're approaching the new year, but it's a good time to take a breath and relax over the next (sighs) 60 minutes or so. I hope you just... I don't know. Hang out with us. It's sad. You know, when the decorations come down, everything looks so plain. I know. But here's the thing. This is a good time to reflect so that you can gear up for 2023. So there you go. That's true. But before we do that, it is a stressful time of year for so many people. And so there's this study. It grabbed our attention. Um, It talks about the fact that positive stress can actually make you happier Mm. and more productive. Yeah. This is according to an Indeed Workplace Wellbeing Report. So a positive uh, positive stress is essentially meaning a positive mindset. So if you have something that's stressing you out as opposed to saying, oh my God, what am I going to do? Oh, this is horrible. Right. You think about a time perhaps where you had a similar stress or something where you feel like you were in a hardship before and realize that you're still here now, that Mm -hmm. you're okay. And so if you can keep that mindset, you can almost like kind of let it pass. And there's a certain level of stress that I think also keeps you motivated. It does. You know, make the list and get something done or... you know, it doesn't Absolutely. always have to be bad, but I think when we pile it on top of right. everything, like don't list everything at once. Almost Absolutely. Like list the things you have to do today in the moment. I heard you tell somebody that the other day when they were asking you how you're doing, you know, with your schedule, because you're doing nightly news, you have mm-hmm. your kiddos. And I heard you tell them, you know what? I'm here now. So in this right. moment, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? Do you get stressed out? Um, I, yeah, but I tried not to. Yeah. One, thing that, one of the things I've worked on over the years is. You know, at the end of the day, if you're healthy, your kids are healthy, exactly. you're reasonably happy, yeah, yeah. you have great jobs. The rest of There's it is just kind of, grateful. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And, you know, we always talk about goal setting and journaling or what have you, but they say those things really work because then in the midst of your stress, if you see, wait a minute, I reached that goal. Or yesterday mm-hmm. I said I was going to do this and I was able to do it. You know, that kind of. I find the most stressful things are the things that, like, have to get done no matter what. Like, you have to eat dinner. You yeah. have to take the kids to whatever sure. thing they have to go to. You know, those things kind of overwhelm me sometimes because there's no escaping them. Right. Well, you also have, like, seven children. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's you know, true. I remember when you had three and I only had two. And, and he used to make that joke. just how many kids you had. Here's your trophy. Now yeah. it's your turn. Okay, so don't look at the teleprompter because I think this is interesting and you can play along at home, okay. right? Speaking of stress. Don't Guess the most, the most <laughs> stressful jobs in the country. This is according to the Occupational Information Network. Um, it's part of the U.S. Department of Labor. I was going to say surgeon. I was going to say surgeon. surgeon. What's, don't look. Okay. Another one. Surgeon. What else would you stressful say? Jobs. Top stressful jobs in the country. Teacher. You can yell at the ca- camera teacher. too, but I just won't. Okay, look. 
Oh, wow. You're actually right. Looks well, like they talked to some of our video editors here at the show. <laughs> Which is interesting because, okay, the urologist, you understand. Mm-hmm. All the urologists out there, a family member of mine just had to see a urologist in an emergency. These are folks who are working day in and day out, and you don't realize... Yeah. How much we need them until That's you're true. in a jam. The and they say, work. exactly, and they save the day. Film and video editors, I think they get the pressure of the deadline. Every, deadline. every, every day, day here. Like we it have has to one. get done. That's a good one. The next yeah. one, anesthesiologist assistants. That's interesting. Yeah. Your father could relate to number four. Yep. He just retired. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. I well, he did. So I wouldn't be able, I could never be a judge because I can't make a decision. But so for me. You sit in judgment most days? <laughs> I, I do judge. Oh. But like but somebody's. Choose between like one side versus the other. There have been a couple of times where I would sit in on a trial with him and, you know, there are people whose, you know, lives hang in the balance, you know, whether they're going to go to jail or it's just a lot. You got family members. It's just pressure. It's just like a whole different. It's a whole nother situation. I'm I'm surprised that two jobs are not on that list. What is that? Police officer Mm -hmm. or or firefighter or an EMS worker. I'm surprised Mm -hmm. that not discounting some of the other. I don't know if that's stress as much as it is like. Like emergency response, like that mm. fight or flight, like they Maybe. they are trained They've to learn to do fight, that. You know, Maybe yeah. Get used to it. Yes. So another um, this study caught our attention. So no matter what job you're in, you're probably you know you come across confident people. So they somebody decided in this. I think it was Fast Company. They decided to find the most confident people and then learn from them. Oh. People who people admire who are confident and then try to find some common threads in their behavior. Would you like to hear? What I would you do? love to hear what they. All right. So here's the thing: they talk to various leadership experts and coaches, and one thing they recommend: confident people. Oh, this is so good. This is like my jam. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, I get excited. Uh, confident people are always growing and learning new things. I could, yes, okay. that makes sense. I will. T- I tell people all the time when people ask me if I like working at the Today Show. The one thing that I didn't anticipate that has just been a bonus: we are surrounded by people who are always. Trying new things. Al mm-hmm. tries new things. Hoda is open to mindfulness. Or let's try tapping or let's mm-hmm. try deep mm-hmm. breathing. And so when you surround yourself with people who are constantly trying to be better, you're better. Mm-hmm. So surround yourself with people who are just constantly trying to level up. If that yeah. makes any sense. Um, another one, confident people are not afraid of asking for advice. I would take it a step further. Not, yep. not just not being afraid to ask, but receiving the advice. Oh, that's good. And right. acting on the advice. Yep, sometimes true. people ask your opinion. And you give them their opinion, and they don't take care of it. That is so true. Yeah. And if you're not in a centered space, you're sometimes not in a place to receive what somebody is trying to tell you. So if you keep yourself in that kind of a place of trying to learn, you're right. You receive it. I When I talk to, like, classrooms or talk about interns or anything, you know, I always kind of start by saying, because people are often shocked to find out that, as a public speaker, that I'm not always confident. Mm -hmm. But I think it's it's a, a little gray area because... I always explain it as my life is a series of like uncomfortable events, but I know that going into it that, you know, I'm going to speak at this 200 person auditorium and I'm going to be nervous, but I've been nervous in the past because I've been through uncomfortable things before. And then that almost gives you confidence that you can get through it. Absolutely. That's exactly what they were saying about stress. Like if you know, you've been through this before, Mm -hmm. you know that it will pass. That's a good one. All right. Another trait they say, um, you have to tame your inner critic. That's good. Be, be mindful of your negative thoughts oh, mm-hmm. yeah, and be comfortable with being uncomfortable and be and speak up. All right. Yeah. All right. Here's one. Do you like people when they text you and say, hey, do you have a second to talk? No, I just call. Just call. Really? Me. Just why are you texting me to ask if I can talk? Well, because you may not have time. 
Well, then why are you texting I'm me? really surprised that you said that. I just want, like, if you need, to, if someone needs to talk to me, I would rather them call. And if I can't talk to them, yes. if I'm doing something, maybe I could text them back and say, I'll call you in 10 minutes. Okay. Really? Or can we touch base? Later? So you that and this creates- one reader at the Washington Post, they wrote Miss Mamie. <laughs> and she, and this writer said the same thing, that he doesn't like it when people text to see if it's okay to call. Yeah, it's, you're adding an, another step. It's, it it's is an a, unnecessary it is step. step. Oh, okay. Well, I, okay. Yeah, you might as well just call if you're going to text, if you can call anyway. And if you can't answer, you can't answer. Do you want to know what Miss Manners says? I, no, because I usually disagree <laughs> with Miss Manners. Yeah, Miss Manners says you're wrong. I know. But she I, says that what does Miss Manners know? Well, she thinks it's like, you know, being polite. Hmm. I think you I'll can, pitch it in a way, not like, can you talk? I'll pitch it. Give me a call when you get a sec. Yeah. Really? See, that I like. Okay. No, that's that good. I like. Give me, give me, yes, do that. Yeah. Okay, we have time for like one more. <laughs> Guess what's Are making you a comeback? Miss Manners? I'm not. Miss Manners. Uh, Cassette tapes. I'm making really? a comeback, and I have saved so many of them. I wish I hadn't thrown out all Here's mine. a picture for any other viewers who may not know what a cassette tape is. <laughs> we are not sure. I love that we picture. have to do that. Well, you never know. They're, you know, this is a holiday. A lot of kids are home from school, so we, you know, we, we're Now, if you givers. take some black electrical tape and put it over, over the, the holes in the top, you, you can, can record. record over the ones you don't want. Did you ever record the radio? Oh, oh yes. yeah. Right? Back That's like what day. you would do. Oh, my God. And I would unpause, you know, for the commercials, yeah. and then pause it uh, again. That was how Uche got me when we first started dating. He made you a little mixtape? Oh. But the thing is, the songs that were on there now, I feel like he doesn't. I'm like, I don't know if he still feels those. Oh, oh, it was on the mixtape. Mixtape. Um, little Johnny Gill. Oh my God. Guess what? My, my, my. Do you remember, um, was it Joe? Don't want to be a player. Oh, yes. <laughs> that song was on there. That was, that um, was on the mixtape. <laughs> that was his uh, way of Black saying, Street. I'm retiring. But- <laughs> Did you ever make mixtapes? Uh, they give them as gifts. I've, I've over the years probably Whoever back in the she day. Is, she missed out. What yeah. about you, Dylan? I remember I dated somebody. <laughs> this is a weird story. But the 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 tape on the inside of the cassette tape, you know, like when it would pull it out, yeah. Yeah. and we saw it on the floor. And like I guess like a couple weeks later, he had given it to me as a gift. Like this is our song. Oh no! Like which is kind of sweet in theory. Uh, Wait, but, but it was messed up. And we I don't know what song it was. Just like it clearly wasn't. Your, it was his song. <laughs> It wasn't y'all song. All right. I want to know where he is now, but we're out of time. All right. Just ahead. It worked out okay. In our series, The Upside, a coffee shop that will boost your mood, how they are changing lives with every cup of joe. And then later, a glimpse into the future of construction. Look at this. We're going to take you to the community that's being built by a printer. Would you want to live in a home created by a printer? We'll talk about it. We'll be right back. Don't want to be a player. I love that. How about Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast? Whoa, Dad, we're on Crunch Island. <gasps> it's Jean Foot. <laughs> and he stole our crunch. Quick, the zip line. He's getting away. Throw our last Crunch Berry. No! No one steals my Crunch Berries. I think you mean my Crunch Berries. Choose your own Crunch Venture with Captain Crunch. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is 
constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back with a great story now that we recently brought you from our series, The Upside. We are shining a light on a business that's showing what's possible when people are given a chance to succeed. A study commissioned by the Special Olympics found that unemployment is a major problem for people with intellectual disabilities. But at one North Carolina coffee shop, change is brewing. Thank you, ma'am. At 321 Coffee in Raleigh, North Carolina, the espresso's good, but it might be the staff who give customers their daily pick-me-up. We make sure we get the coffee done, but we also like to joke around, have a good time, dance when there's music. We are big-time dancers. <laughs> Marista Shanti Manley's only worked here a couple of months and can barely contain herself. It's been amazing. I feel like a kid in a candy store. For co-founders Lindsay Ragg and Michael Evans, that happiness is their key ingredient. The joy is everything. Since starting 321 Coffee five years ago, it's been their mission to hire a staff made mostly of people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, or IDD. My mom was a teacher, and she always would come home talking about how important it was that she was teaching a class that was catered to the special needs classrooms at school. And that just always impacted me so much hearing those experiences from her. Lindsay, meanwhile, grew up with close friends who had disabilities. One of them had a job all throughout high school at a local grocery store and I was so proud of her and I commended her for that at one point. And she said, yeah, thanks, but all they let me do is clean the bathrooms. And that was this really disappointing, eye-opening experience of seeing all that these people are capable of contrasted with their not being given an opportunity. And from there, they began brewing the idea for a business with inclusivity at its core, starting with its name. 321 Coffee is representative of Down syndrome which is the third copy of the 21st chromosome. That being said, we work with individuals of all sorts of disabilities. They were just 18-year-old freshmen at North Carolina State University working out of their dorms, renting folding tables, showing up at events with store-bought coffee and anyone who would help. We took this set up really anywhere that would let us and quickly saw this community really form behind what we were doing. It was our friend who was a construction major in school and was willing to help us design our first space. It was our friends that were willing to stay up until 2 a.m. the night before we opened painting the space. It's the people that walk in every day and buy a cup of coffee. Today, they have multiple locations employing more than 50 people with disabilities like Megan Chikowsky. For her, this isn't just a job, it's a place where she can unapologetically be herself. I like being me. I want to show off being me. I want to show off my friends. I want to show off being the happy, fun girl. Megan's best friend, Sophie Pacina, is in charge of making 321's Dark Roast. I got the job of roasting coffee by um, my um, skill and um, basically my talents. She even has her face on the bag to prove it. 
It makes me feel that I'm confident. It makes me feel that I'm empowering other people. It's just an amazing feeling. And Sam Hinnings worked at 3 to 1 for years, using his experience to land a second gig he calls his dream job. I work with NC State football, and it's the best feeling because I'm actually part of the food service. That's my dream job, to work with them. When you believe in someone and you set the bar high and let people rise to it, that's when amazing things can happen. 321 Coffee just opened its newest location in Durham, North Carolina. Get this. They have a wait list of wow. over 100 people who are looking for a job the there. Need. Yes. So tremendous good. need. And by the way, the day that our story aired, we apparently crashed the website. Yay. But they're back up and running. So. And I said it before and I'll say it again. There are places all around this country where there are people with intellectual disabilities. And if you just give them a chance, they end yes. up being the best employees. They they're friendly to the customers. They so work hard. The they arrive on time. You just have to give them a chance. So it was a beautiful yeah. story. All right. Coming up, the one-of-a-kind neighborhood where homes are being printed, how it works, and why it could be a glimpse into the future. And then later, meet the woman who left Wall Street for the farm, how her family helped make her flower dreams become a reality. We'll be right back. The housing market sure was a roller coaster ride in 2022. And if you're in the market for a new home, you've probably realized there's a nationwide shortage. The National Association of Realtors estimates the country needs more than 5 million new homes to make up for the shortfall. But with today's construction methods, that could actually take a decade. Hmm. Or maybe not. NBC's <laughs> Carrie Sanders has a glimpse at the possible future of home building. <laughs> witnessing what may be the most significant change in home construction. That is a giant 3D printer and it's spitting out the walls of a brand new house. Just two men, one with a tablet building, or shall we say printing a house, versus traditional building methods, which would typically require a dozen set of hands. This is the way of the future. This will become mainstream. This will become widespread. And duck. Duck. Seriously. <laughs> there you go. No, duck. The printer's nozzle layers the walls with a concrete-type mixture. Computer-guided construction, which is more precise than a pastry chef's skilled hands decorating a cupcake. It feels a little bit like Play-Doh. How quickly does it harden here? Quickly enough to stack on top of it, right? It's got to stay flowable enough to get to the printer, but then it's got to harden up enough for us to stack on top of it. And that's the secret sauce. Perhaps most significantly, what would typically take a construction crew 10 months to build is now accomplished without wood or nails in about half the time. This may sound like a novel experiment, but it is so much more than that. Here in the Texas Hill Country, in this thousand-acre subdivision, they're building a hundred homes like this, a place that someday may be known as the spot that home construction changed forever. To best understand the sea change happening here in Georgetown, Texas, consider Lennar, one of the largest home builders in the United States, has teamed with the inventors of this giant printer, an Austin-based tech company called Icon. I believe we are on the brink here of doing something very special, something very innovative, and no one's ever done it. No one's ever built 100 homes uh, with 3D printers. 
it's also unusual that 3D printing a house? Well, I know it sounds unusual, but this technology is actually one that's existed for a while. Dimitri Julius is one of the brains behind this tech that allows for walls that are curved, even wavy if you want, and at the same time are so incredibly solid. So that means something like this can withstand potentially uh, hurricanes is, a, is an interesting use case. We're currently building houses on the Texas Gulf Coast, thinking specifically about uh, the durability of a concrete material. If all of this sounds like it's out of this world, like something from the Jetsons, then you're on to something because... Three, two, one. NASA, which just launched Artemis to orbit the moon this week, is working with ICON. We, we are planning on putting a 3D printer on the moon with NASA. And beyond? That's the hope. Mars? That's the dream. Mars. Someday, printed homes up there. But first, here on Earth, the test homes have shown they're more energy efficient and usually quiet. The walls, they feel a little bit like corduroy. A printed house, what maybe one day future generations will find commonplace. My son's uh, 15 months old. Will this be routine when he's 15 years old? If it is, we've succeeded. So one of the reasons there are not enough homes to meet the demand is because there are not enough skilled workers. Mm. Icon says that they believe their approach, this is going to take care of some of those problems, take the pressure it off. It makes sense. Yeah. And they look beautiful. They're kind of sleek and mm. modern. I like would, you, it. would you live in one? I would. Uh, I think so. Especially yeah. if someone decorated it for me. That's true. Really. like something out of a magazine. <laughs> All right, just ahead, a mother of two helping others find a path to healing by sharing her deeply personal story. And then later, a mother-daughter duo overcoming obstacles together. Their inspiring message for all of us when the third hour of today continues. This morning, we wanted to tell you about a young mother opening up to the world through her Instagram page. It's called Spilled Milk Mama. I recently found out how she's developed a following thanks to her heartfelt posts. Life for Julie and Charles Thomason was good. High school sweethearts, best friends, and then parents of two. It was just everything I'd always wanted. Um, we had just re renovated our home and we had our two beautiful babies and we were just kind of living the dream. But all of that changed on September 29th, 2021. Just four weeks after Julie gave birth to their son, Charles was killed in a car accident. He was just 29 years old. If you haven't lost a spouse, you have no idea how deafening and intense the loneliness is. To go through that and to have a baby. I can't, I don't even know where you would begin. It's such a crazy thing that I hope no one has to go through. Postpartum on top of nursing, on top of lack of sleep, on top of grief was an absolute chaotic, exhausting time that I ended up just starting to write about my story. That's when Julie turned to social media and an account called Spilled Milk Mama that started when she was pregnant with her first child. What was once just a fun space to post about mom tips and toddler lessons was now Julie's outlet to sharing the unfiltered truth about her journey through grief. Writing was therapeutic, and I also felt that there was a gap in social media of talking about grief and what it was really like. 
how physical it is, how long it takes, the toll on your body. And it was helpful for me. And then it ended up being helpful for my followers. It sounds like this whole journey on social media and sharing has been healing for you personally. It has. It's been such a wonderful, wonderful experience. And I use humor a lot. And I think people appreciate that because grief and humor don't really go together. But for some reason, you know, if I can make somebody who's grieving laugh that day, then great. I did my job. There comes a point in grief where you see this clarity and you get this sense of urgency that you have to live so fully because tomorrow's not promised. And, you know, I hit that point at maybe six or seven months in where I was like, okay, I can't, I can't be in bed all day anymore. I have to do everything that Charles would have wanted me to do. Where do you get that remarkably positive outlook? I've always had it. So when this trauma happened, that was one of the biggest things that was hard to feel sad all the time for so many months in a row because I, I lost myself. Um, and so how the past several months I've started to find myself again, I'm so proud of myself. And I know he's so proud of me for how far I've come and for working so hard to find joy again, because it's not easy. I don't want people to think that it's easy, but it is doable. Julie says she still has hard days, but draws strength from her children and now thousands of followers who she shows every day what it means to survive. That was my goal. I, I said to myself, even at the beginning, my life is not going to be over. My kid's life is not going to be over. We're going to see the light and it's we're going to be OK. And Julie shares much more in a special essay she wrote for us. You can head to today.com to read it. That's great. All right. Now we want to show you one beautiful family business. It's a flower farm in Massachusetts that began as one woman's seed of an idea, but we recently found out how it's grown into something special. Flowers to me, it just makes people happy. It's food for the soul. Tucked away in the woods of Upton, Massachusetts is a childhood dream come true. In elementary school, when the teacher would ask, like, draw a picture of your dream job. And I drew myself picking strawberries. In a way, I knew I really, really, really wanted to farm. Got some monster bushes over here. Grace Lamb and her employees are up with the morning dew, picking, priming, and packing dahlias, the farm's signature flower. It's becoming a jungle in here. I think we're growing 240 varieties. But drop in the bucket. Yeah, that's nothing compared to how many dahlias are out there in the universe. It's a love for tending plants cultivated at a young age in a multi-generational immigrant family. I was the one that really enjoyed helping my mom and my grandma out in the garden. That early farming fantasy was lost to the realities of adulthood. Grace went to school for finance and took a lucrative job on Wall Street. I was a equities sales trader. Just didn't fulfill me deep inside. So after four years, when Grace's team was downsized, I was out of my apartment in two weeks and I found a job at a farm. 
I think we all knew deep down that Grace's place was out here in the dirt. From day one, the farm was a family affair. Grace's brother, Lee, joined her full time. Duped. Yeah. Totally duped. Well, he's always really good at building things. He was actually the sucker. The easiest one to get. <laughs> Five Fork Farms blossomed with the help of her four older siblings and parents. Grace went from her mother's backyard to 38 acres. I don't think Five Fork would have worked at least in this iteration, if it wasn't our family. The inn is on the right. Grace's father is a fan favorite at the farm, delivering flowers and ushering customers to their farm stand. He sees the business as an opportunity he never got growing up in Cambodia. My wife and I, we grew up having little family life because of our parents have to make livings. We absolutely don't want our children to live the life like we did. Ten years later, the farm is thriving. Their loyal customer base that's turned into family makes sure the flowers sell out every year. I would say that's what keeps us going. For sure. The joy and happiness that they bring to people's lives. I need to make sure they have that. The family grows the most amazing flowers I've ever seen in my life. It's like an outing for the kids, beautiful flowers for mom. The weather has proven to be an unruly and unpredictable business partner, forcing the lambs to adapt. We've had some sort of weather-related record every season so far. This season in particular, the major drought. And heat. Total 180 from last year. Despite Mother Nature, Grace is still planting her roots. How many times have I quit? Quits about once a year, at least. <laughs> <laughs> with her family joining every step of the way. It doesn't seem, at least to me, like work. You just keep on going. Oh, such beautiful flowers. The Five Fork Farms offers 75 different varieties of dahlias, and they can be shipped all over the U.S. and Canada. They even have a flower subscription service, which you can find out more about on their website. That's a great idea. It is. Sometimes it's nice to just have flowers for yourself or just have them in the house. It's nice. All right, coming up, their best friends, workout partners, and mother-daughter. How this duo is finding physical and emotional strength by leaning on each other. Then later, we go on the job with a woman who gets paid to create and taste mm. Ben & Jerry's ice cream, her greatest hits, and the flavors that didn't make the cut. Oh. We'll be right back. This morning in our series, The Upside, a mother and daughter duo who have certainly overcome their share of life's challenges. But now, this inspiring pair is drawing strength from each other in more ways than one. And our Joe Martin Books recently introduced us. The only time we speak is kind of like two girls would uh, talk at like a slumber party. She's my best friend. She's my other half. She's my purpose. Julie and 15-year-old Elena Porez have a mother-daughter bond like no other. Elena, you have been through unimaginable obstacles, and you always have a smile on your face. So where does that come from? <laughs> That's sweet. When Elena was born in April 2007, doctors discovered a tumor in her abdomen, diagnosing her with stage 3 neuroblastoma. In the first five months of her life, Elena underwent chemotherapy, but the cancer remained. So you found out that the only option was surgery. They did like a 12-hour surgery to remove the tumor. 
And that's when the neurosurgeon came out and he was like, she's not gonna walk. So the tumor left her paralyzed. The chemo affected her brain. Over the years, the long-term side effects of chemotherapy have caused Elena to struggle cognitively. It's what some cancer survivors refer to as chemo brain. She knows kindness matters. She knows, like, what's important, right? But if you're going to throw something at her, like, what's nine plus three, that will be a struggle because certain dots don't connect. I know she changed your life for the better in so many ways. Obviously, our children give us our greatest purpose. For Elena, she made me tap into that a lot quicker. Six years ago, Julie knew she had to make a change when the day-to-day caregiving tasks for her daughter became challenging. I went to go pick her up one time, and when I went to lift her, I guess I let out like a, a sigh. She told me, she was like, Mom, I'm getting too heavy for you. I never want her to ever feel like she's too much for me, ever. So at that time, I went into the gym and I talked to a trainer. What do you suggest? And she was like, well, you need to try Olympic lifting. Julie did just that, joining a weightlifting and strength training class at a nearby gym. And like mother, like daughter, Elena wanted to be part of it, too. Ooh, that was great. She's getting much stronger physically and mentally. Maybe that will work for me. I want to try that. I want to do that. Where do I sign up? (laughs) Today, the mother-daughter duo exercise together drawing motivation and inspiration from one another. There we go. For Julie, it's much more than a workout. She's on her way to becoming a certified personal trainer and says investing in herself has made her become a better mom. For moms, we give all of ourselves to our children, but make sure you're taking care of you because when you can't take care of you, they're not getting the best of you. Did you notice a difference in your mom when she was struggling as opposed to when she started working out? She can like pick me up with like no struggle. She lifts me up flawlessly. What have you noticed about your strength, Elena, from working out with mom? I'm able to like get in the car by myself. I wasn't able to like do that before, but now I am. Which is huge because it gives her independence, right? Now, I mean, mom turned around and you were just there. Yeah, you were taking too long. I was like, I'm not waiting for her. I'm just getting in the car. Thanks to Jill for that story. Mm -hmm. Wow. Elena and Julie, by the way, still working out together. Julie has taken it a step further. She's now a certified personal trainer. I love that. That's a good story. You figured that would be the next step. Right. That's great. All right, coming up next, meet a woman living out her ice cream dreams. We'll get the scoop on what it takes to be a flavor guru. We'll be right back. How about Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast? Whoa, Dad, we're on Crunch Island. (gasps) It's Jean Le Foot. (laughs) And he stole our crunch. Quick, the zip line. He's getting away. Throw our last crunch berry. No! No one steals my crunch berries. I think you mean my crunch berries. Choose your own crunch venture with Captain Crunch. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. 
Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. We're back with our series on the job, and this was one of our favorites. A few months back, we met a woman who has one of the sweetest jobs in America. NBC's Kristen Dahlgren found out what it takes to be a Ben & Jerry's flavor guru. If you're an ice cream aficionado, you for sure cracked into a pint of Ben and Jerry's, perhaps the country's most famous ice cream, with iconic flavors like half-baked and cherry Garcia. So we decided to get a taste of what it's like to work here. Are you ready to make ice cream? I am ready. Come in. Natalia Butler is known as the concoctor of concoctions, one of their 14 flavor gurus. That means she makes and tastes a lot of ice cream. Did you even know this was a job? No, so fun fact, I'm originally from Puerto Rico. I did my bachelor's in chemistry and literally I saw this building that said food science and I was like, wait a minute, is this even real life? My classes range from food microbiology, food processing, food analytics, food chemistry. Um, We go deep diving in the world of ice crystals, which is essentially what ice cream is. A few years after graduation, she got the call from what may be the holy grail for taste gurus. There were like 700 applicants. The day they called me, I literally sat in the parking lot and cried for like 30 minutes straight. Her team is mostly made up of food scientists and chefs, and making new flavors isn't easy. It can take up to two years to get from idea into the freezer. Of these 200 ideas, what are these 20 that are great ideas? And then from 20, you have to think of 10 that are very great. And from 10, five are like really, really doable. Not all flavors are a hit. Part of the factory tour is the Flavor Graveyard, a monument to the retired or dearly depinted. Epic fails. We had the popcorn. Another epic fail was uh, potato chips. Even though they were coated, they still got soggy. But Natalia's successes include totally unbaked, Netflix and chilled, and dairy-free tonito, which she showed me in one of their flavor labs. Part of the job is cutting into pints to make sure every scoop is superb. We say we have almond um, vanilla side and a chocolate side. We have cookie swirls, which you can see through ribbons yeah. throughout. And then we have the chunks of men. Would you like to oh, taste with me? Of course. That's another thing that we do at the end of the whole process. We just go right in. We delve right out of the pint. So we the just... Fast part. All right. Yeah. And we have fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like peanut butter Ooh. ice cream with salted uh, pretzel swirl. Um, How did you come up with the idea of a pretzel swirl? You're a genius. For one last treat, Natalia put me to work to make our very own Today Show flavor. It's a morning show. Yeah. So I figure we'll start with coffee. I like it. Over time, this will steep into the ice cream. So and then it will get more and more cup. But if you want for good measure, we can add a little bit more. Just a little. Now that we have our base, the possibilities are endless. We have almond toffee, we have shortbread, we have blondie brownies, which are buttery. We have pie crust pieces, we can go crazy in here. The good thing is like, we don't have to abstain. There's like also, I don't know if you try the toffee, there's crunchy and buttery. I think that'll go really well okay. with that as well. Few extra nuts for the 9 a.m. Is that so, enough or should we put yes, some no, of other? I think, I think good. I think good. <laughs> Slow down, Kristen. 
Then it's time for caramel and toasted marshmallow swirls. Maybe not the prettiest part of the process. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. That's good. (laughs) That's good. But finally, voila. Hmm. So, why do you name it? Today's show wake up call? Hey, that's very good. This is like the moment of truth. Cheers. You can really taste the ice cream. Good. The, what do you think? It's, How did I it's do? incredible. You did great. Kristen, thank you. And by the way, Natalia says a 10 a.m. 10 a.m. is when your palate is most ready to taste. So oh. go ahead. Maybe it's about time yeah. to make yourself a snack. Uh, ice cream for breakfast. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> says the experts. We'll be right back. <laughs> Tomorrow here on the third hour of today, we buddy up for a candle-making lesson. One of my favorites, Hoda and Jenna, are coming up next. See you tomorrow, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.